Witches are reawakening to their power all over the world right now. The world is being reclaimed. We celebrate in gratitude. Welcome to Bossy Bruja Podcast with your host, Ayodele Fuega of BossyBruja.com. Ayo is here to encourage and inspire you to live your best, most enchanted life. On this podcast, we'll discuss magic, empowering ideas, powerful spiritual practices, and books to support you on your path. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're so grateful you're here. Here's Ayo. Welcome back <laughs> to all of my loyal listeners, all of my supporters. I love you so much. I love you so much. So let's get into it. Let's talk about love. Now, you know, something has changed when you hear Bossy talking about love, 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 romance, attracting your ideal partner, your mate, we're becoming full love witches over here, full-blooded love witches. I'm thinking about love. I'm seeing it in everything. I'm watching my favorite love films. I am crying. <laughs> Over these love movies, I'm listening to beautiful uh, songs about love and reading poetry about love. My whole house smells like Chanel Number no. 5 and Nag Champa. I've been using those little burning oils you can get from um, like old school botanicas. They carry um, all these little burning oils and they burn very, very well. Um, I actually get better scents off of those. Um, then off of <laughs> my oils. Um, I think that they're just, they're better for, for burning. So I burn those. I have been diffusing essential oils. Some of you may know I have a new essential oil line. You can check it out at cbdwitch.co. Um, and I've been keeping fire going on all of my altars specifically for love. We just started our, our Leo full moon love drawing community service last night was up early praying for the last couple of mornings. And I am uh, hopeful. I'm filled with hope and happiness and excitement because I can feel it closing in. I can feel that attracting and manifesting the love we desire is more possible and easier at this time than it uh, may have been for a while. So get yourself a glass of wine if you're in that space. Get yourself um, some hot coffee or a uh, nice tea and just relax. Let's talk about this. I have some notes here to help myself stay organized. You may hear my neighbors having, um, a fiesta next door. Um, I live off Biscayne. It's very lively <laughs> area here in, um, Miami. Um, so, you know, we'll just endure and, let people, you know, enjoy things. <laughs> but let's talk about this. Um, you know, 
one of the things that spirit really laid on my heart um, and pressed upon me and pressed upon me at the end of last year was that I really needed to move past my little hangups and holdups about love relationships. I needed to stop being so uh, bitter and mean (laughs) and dismissive. Dismissive is a good word about love, especially since it was something that I was starting to desire more and more. And also because so many of my clients um, through the Bossy Bruja business desire love. They really care about love and partnership and romance and, and really enjoying that aspect of life as you should, you know, life is incredible um, and life is, I think, better with love (laughs) with partnership with ecstasy and delight and sensual pleasure and excitement you know all of the delight and excitement that comes from being partnered with someone you truly love someone that um, you have things in common with someone you are spiritually, emotionally, physically, and mentally, financially aligned with. So, of course, as master manifestors, as occultists and witches, we have a lot of tools at our disposal. And I think that the most important tool that we have at our disposal is our consciousness, right? That is the thing that makes, I'm going to light a candle here. We're doing a little nighttime bake section uh session so i'll light a little candle got this beautiful amber and patchouli um hand poured soy premium candle i love candles um but yes our consciousness that's what you know makes the magic work you know, besides our spirits and elements. (laughs) It's also your consciousness is what you believe is possible for you. It's your thoughts and intentions. It's uh, your beliefs. It's how you think of things. Um, This is what makes it possible for you to work on your goal consistently, to show up consistently, to believe against all odds that what you desire is possible for you. And it is. And I think that this is important to... Um, to remind yourself, especially in an area uh, so mm, so muddled and overrun with negative opinions as love and romance in 2021, you know, all the complaining about, you know, dating and the savagery <laughs> that uh, is very popular amongst young people in particular, all of the things, right? So we begin with our consciousness because, you know, what's possible for us by and large is contingent on what we believe is possible for us. And, you know, if you're a student of Abraham Hicks and you've learned about the art of allowing, then something that you know is the art of 
allowing, meaning others get to be free. They can choose whatever they desire to choose for themselves. And when we allow others to be free and to choose for themselves, we can be free to choose for ourselves. So we choose love. We choose peace. We choose happiness, beauty, luxury. These things are possible for us because it is what we believe. It is done unto us as we believe. And another person's beliefs, uh, their consciousness, whether it's expansive or limited, doesn't really need to come to bear on anything we choose for ourselves or manifest for ourselves unless we want it to, right? Unless we desire it to influence us in some way. So making the choice about who we're listening to on the topic of love, just like on the topic of anything, the topic of health, the topic of um, money, you wouldn't want to listen to someone who tells you it's impossible to heal if you desire healing. You wouldn't want to uh, make their opinion the authority in your own mind if it is not aligned with the outcome you desire to produce for yourself. The same is true for money. You wouldn't want to take too much advice from a miser, a penny pincher, a hoarder, someone who's afraid um, of money, someone who thinks that money is evil or that it, you know, it, that materialism is the devil or whatever the fuck people be talking about. I, I don't even have many references for it because, again, these people are not influences. They are not my thought leaders. So if we're desiring to create and manifest love and juiciness and succulence and sacral chakra manifested or manifested uh, pleasures and bliss and happiness and connection and intimacy, well, then we need to open our minds to those individuals who believe at the very least that this is possible. So we're entering into a new conversation here, a conversation conversation where we are letting go of the old stories that we tell ourselves and others and that we entertain from others, the old imagery. We are letting go of uh, beliefs that do not serve us. And a call that I had, a community coaching and praying call, a prayer call I had about two nights ago, we discussed um, the hood hood archetype, like men, men who are like hood, um, an intellectual hood brother. Okay. Uh, and you know, there was a little bit of, you know, there was something expressed that wasn't quite like embarrassment or shame or anything like that, but, but it was like a, you know, a guilty pleasure is the term for this. It's kind of a guilty pleasure. Like, this is what I like. But you know, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't. But then we immediately started discussing how the hood brother archetype is very Ogun energy. It's very Ogun. You know, that that divine masculine energy that is protective and dominant and alpha and just a big, uh, big masculine, big daddy energy. And one of the initiates on the line told us that if you uh, study the Patakis and you read the stories of Ogun, what you find is that, uh, you know, aside from being the warrior who never loses a fight, 
is also the archetype of an ideal father. So there's a lot of good uh, energy in that archetype. So what a lot of people have called a hood man or whatever, I think of that as Ogun energy. So if you know that you are attracted to someone who can handle himself, um, himself uh, anywhere from the, the boardroom to the streets, if you like a sophisticated hood brother, then allow yourself to desire that. You don't have to, and we're going to get into this, the opinions of other people a little bit later, but you do not have to allow the opinions of somebody who is not in your bed to influence what you desire for yourself in any way. You also don't have to limit the people that you're attracting to yourself with any kind of guilt. It doesn't have to be a guilty pleasure. It can simply be a pleasure you enjoy. So the first uh, note that I have here is don't wait until other things manifest. That was another thing we talked about. You know, well, I'll, I'll attract the love once I manifest, you know, a certain level in my business, a certain um, home, a, living, a certain living situation. For me, it was, well, when I lose weight, I'll attract a lover. But don't limit yourself, babe. Do not limit yourself. I had a man when I was 253 pounds or 58 pounds. And I had a man when I was 225 pounds. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter because love will love you in spite of, sometimes even because of conditions. Love is uh, acceptance. It's total acceptance, okay? So the first thing that I want to say here is don't wait until other things manifest. And the point that I made on that call is how you don't know, how don't how do you not know that the love you are holding uh yourself away from is not the very love that will come and help you connect to the manifestation of the other thing. So for instance, let's say you want to drop weight. What if by allowing the love to flow into your life, you meet someone who's a personal trainer or someone who is a fitness enthusiast or a, a total life changer who, who fills your house up with all the vitamins and comes over and works works with you or works out with you every single day? Um you know, you can burn a lot of calories during sex exercise, you know? So don't prevent the love. Don't hold it away from yourself because at the root, this is worthiness. This is a, uh, uh, you questioning your worthiness and you never have to question your worthiness. You deserve the love you desire with the house, without the house, with the excess weight, without it, with the, the business success before it manifests, you deserve it now. And a lot of times that love will put you in such a happy vibration that it will help you to magnetize those other things you desire to you with incredible speed. The next 
tip that I have here is do not descend into feelings of loneliness. Your consciousness is your life and it does include the things you think, say, and feel. Therefore, if you are uh, overwhelmed (laughs) with feelings of loneliness, then it is very difficult to then manifest unity, happiness, harmony, togetherness, love, passion from that dark, dank, lonely place. So in those moments of solitude, my love, get into the practice of taking excellent care of your body. Take Get into the, the practice of taking your vitamins and your, your uh, healing filters and solutions consistently. Get into the habit of spending time on your altars every single day, speaking to your spirits, pouring your heart out journaling, exercising, practicing yoga, going for walks out in nature, connecting with your element multiple times a day, taking spiritual baths, doing floor washes, organizing, doing research for your business, working on the website, producing new products, setting something up for yourself, reading and studying, uh, developing a new skill set. Give yourself over to the solitude, babe. You're one of the best people in existence, but you are absolutely positively the most important person in your life. Therefore, solitude never needs to rot into loneliness. Let it bloom and blossom into personal development. The next tip that I have on my notes is you can have whatever you say, think, and feel. Therefore, it doesn't matter what other people think. <laughs> it doesn't matter what they believe is possible for you. They don't live in your shoes. They're not living your life. They are not in the deep, private place where all of your your true desires, your heart's true desires exist. They don't know what's possible for you. They don't know what you believe in your heart of hearts. And furthermore, nobody else on the planet determines what is possible for you and what is not. You can have whatever you say think and feel. The next note I have here is uh, we have to let go of the blanket hatred. Okay. Those of you who are lovers of men, (laughs) and I'm talking to myself. Let me take a drink of my yerba mate before I can see. Lord have mercy. Go on and spark up the blunt, sis. Cause you know this is real. This is getting too real at this, but it's getting real. It's getting real. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let go of the blanket blanket hatred of men. Mmm. Mm, 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 mm. You have to let it go. You have this blanket. If we have this blanket hatred that we lay over men, how we don't know our lover not laying up under that blanket? Now we, we're repulsive to that person, meaning we push it away because we hate men. Because men are toxic and there's the toxic masculinity and men hurt and all of these things. We have to let it go. 
we have to let it go. Sure, every man is in the fucking isn't an angel. Every man is not for us. But, you know, if you're a lover of men or you desire a a, a male partner, <sighs> I just have a hard time believing that the the general hatred one might feel towards the male sex is I have a hard time believing that would let it in. So we have to let that go. The next thing that I have on my list here is uh, maybe we should start favoring the simple, pure, peaceful, kind love, right? There is what, what is this romanticization, this overindulgence, this obsession with drama, fueled love, the fighting, the back and forth, the breaking up to make up. I think that this is a spell that we are under. Um, And I want to say that perhaps it has been, I feel like the word here is propagated uh, by art and media for so freaking long that we really think that that's love. It doesn't have to be. I don't feel like it truly is. But that nice, sweet, calm, simple, pure, (sighs) gentle, kind love. What I think too many people consider boring. Let's reframe our minds around this and see if we can't allow more of that in. The next thing that I wanted to say here is, um, you know, there's a kind of love where you're safe to explore your kinks and they're safe to explore theirs where you're not judged for what you, you'd want to experiment with and what you desire to to, you know, to experience. Let's also be open to that. That's all I'm going to say about that. This next one is going to be in somebody's business. <laughs> this next point going to be in somebody's business. I wrote, learn to understand that the failings of one are not the failings of another. Breathe. Mm. Mm. I know some of y'all gonna feel that one. The next one. Each person is a universe, a unique being unto themselves. Well, I feel like those two points are the same, right? Those are the two sides of one coin. Learning that the failings of one are not the failings of another and that each person is a universe, a unique being unto themselves. This new person is a unique experience. So continuing to project the the failures of one's exes onto your new love how when has that never been detrimental to the relationship let's mature beyond that um and then the other thing this is also going to be in some folks business because i you know keeping your ex's um phone numbers and still entertaining them and speaking to them and they want to go out on a date and you ain't got nothing else to do so you think because <laughs> there's always something else to do you can come over here and help me pack some orders if you're bored um but really letting go of the old in order to receive the new i wrote that down really letting go of the old 
to receive the new. I wrote on a, a caption a few weeks ago. Now, what if you go on that date with your ex and you out at a place you could have went by yourself, but you're out with your ex and, you know, there is a, a person you were supposed to meet and they see you with your ex and think, oh, she too good to be with a clown like that. And that person you could have met, now you don't meet them in that moment because you didn't want to be patient. You didn't want to go out by yourself. Sis, put on your clothes. You know what I'm saying? Slick down them edges. You know, put on some infinity oil and step out by yourself. Okay? Wear your medical grade mask and step out, sis. Step out by yourself. Okay, go to a little outdoor dining uh, place, a little outdoor venue, you know, and just enjoy life by yourself. That's one thing about me. My friend commented on this recently. She came to visit me down from Atlanta. She said, you know, you're so awake to the present moment. It's like you're in constant awe of creation. What a, what a compliment. What a compliment to hear someone say that about me. But it's true. I'm I'm tuned in. This is, you know, people, in addition to being pretty busy with business and all these different projects and, you know, having squirrel totem energy. <laughs> um, like, really, squirrely. Um, I'm also not, like, I was raised, I didn't have a cell phone until I was 17. I was raised without a cell phone. We had a house phone, and I would talk on the house phone. But when I was out and about, it it was just about, oh, the pure pleasure, bliss, freedom, how carefree I felt usually at night hanging out with my girls. It was us talking and laughing and sharing secrets and talking about stupid shit and going places we ain't have no business going. And, you know, somebody told me I had a really wholesome <laughs> childhood because we used to steal wine coolers and all drink the same bottle and be just tipsy and giggly. Somebody said that was real wholesome. <laughs> And this, you know, about, um, I was about 15, 16, drinking my little wine coolers with my friends, you know, probably more drunk off the sugar than off the actual liquor content. (laughs) You know, I was back in North Carolina with my best friends and, you know, it wasn't about who's calling me, who wants my attention. It was who's here in the room with me. How is the light, you know, shining through these leaves and the tree above my head? And You know, what does the ripple tell me about life? You know, nobody, nobody told me about the ripple effect in a book, how you're the center of your universe and your thoughts and beliefs and feelings spiral out affecting people, um, affecting people and drawing them, uh, to you. No one had to teach me that you understand. No one had to say that to me. I learned it from looking at a pond. I learned it by looking at the ripple. I learned it from nature. I learned a lot of my magic from nature, from gathering crystals and going out into the wilderness and listening to them tell me who they were. There was one time I took a tempest stone and without looking it up in the Judy Hall book, I went out into nature and I said, 
show me yourself. And I saw a huge octopus and then it began to storm. And that's when I learned what the, that the Tempest Stone is connected to storms. So nature taught me. Do you understand? Nature taught me. Okay. So be present to the moment, go out by yourself and let go of the old so that you may receive the new. The next thing that I wanted to say here is focus on the qualities and aspects you love and admire in others. That's going to help us uh, maybe start to alleviate that blanket hatred that we may feel towards menfolk. Breathe. Right. So anytime you feel yourself kind of sleep slipping into that, oh, I hate men. They're so dumb. But, you know, all these things. <laughs> they're so ugly. They stink. You know, what do you like about them? What do you like? Is it the way they sound? Is it their voice? Is it their bodies? Is it the way they look at you? Is it the sex? Is it the way some of them smell so good? <laughs> like shea butter baby for real, like smells so good, body oils, all that. What is it, the dreadlocks? Is it the smile? Is it their laughter? Is it their humor? Is it how protective they are and how they try to impress you? What is it that you like about them? And you can do this for anyone. So the focusing on the qualities you like in other people, period, is going to draw more of those qualities into your life to be enjoyed. The next thing that I have here is um, as we are opening ourselves to receive love, we're doing love drawing work, the love of yourself, your friends, your family, community count to. And sometimes before the lover uh, manifests physically, because they're always with you, they're always within you, they're, they're always here, and you're always within as well. Before that manifests, sometimes we have to uh, get ourselves into the vibration of love, the vicinity of love. And sometimes a more direct route uh, to the love of friends, family, community, um, and oneself exists okay so if you're asking for love and the closest love to you is your best friend sometimes you'll start to see the the connection and uh the friendship and you, you'll see the loyalty and you know the love and the the fun and the, the laughter really starting to peak um and, and and perk up in those relationships and that is a sign that your romantic love is on the way because a lot of the qualities uh, in our platonic relationships uh, will be featured in the, our primary romantic relationship. The next thing I want to highlight here is hope. It felt important to me to give a definition for the word hope. The word hope means confident expectation. So when I say I feel hope, I'm, I feel that this is like an any day now. Like make sure that your hair and nails are done, your feet are done. Make sure you're wearing your prettiest dresses. <laughs> like make sure you're smiling at strangers and that you are aware to the present moment because it feels like this person is going to just walk up, present themselves, appear, um, declare their intentions, make their desires known to you just 
any day now. So stay on the ready, okay? And then I would also like you all to give some time to really like <laughs> really connecting with yourself and being honest with yourself. What do you realistically and truly desire? Now, when I say realistically, I'm not saying it in a way that most people might say that word. Uh, what people call realistic um, in general is really just a thinly veiled um, expression of their limitation. Hear me. What I'm saying when I say what do you realistically and truly desire is what do you really want? That's what I'm saying. Like be real with yourself for a second. Without the limits, without other people's opinions, pressing in on you and what you think is possible for you. What do you actually want? You know what I'm saying? You want a three-carat ring? Do you want somebody to, you know, purchase a house for you, some property, get put everything in your name, deed yours, all that? Do you want a younger person, older person? Do you want someone of a specific race, a specific religion from a certain place? I don't know. Is he bilingual? Is he multilingual? What do you actually want? <laughs> so stop, you know, take the limits off and be real with yourself. And you don't have to say this to anybody else at all. Maybe you just want to whisper it to yourself out loud. Like, if I could have anything, not necessarily a specific target. I don't really get into all that. Y'all grown, do what you want. But what qualities, what experiences do you actually want to have? Do you want to make love on top of a, a mountain? <laughs> like, do you want to hike on an active volcano with this person and fuck on the side of a volcano? What do you want? You know, take the limits off. Go wild. Dream big. Here's the last thing I'm going to say. Cast out the opinions and fears of other people. Okay. What's possible for you is contingent again, not on what someone else's faith is or what they believe. Okay. But on your faith, what other people think is possible and probable for you is 100% not your not your business, okay? Unless they absolutely believe anything is possible for the for you, then that's all your business. That's your business. Yes, thank you. Everything is possible for me. I share. I'm in. Okay, but let's let go of other people's opinions. And what I mean by that specifically is this: I don't want people to think I'm thirsty. I don't want people to think I'm a pick me. I don't want people to think that I'm with him for his money. I don't want people to think that I'm just some bum who's, you know, trying to eat off of her. I don't want people to know I'm gay. I don't want people to to think that I'm a hoe. I don't want people to think that I didn't really love my ex. I don't want people to judge me for marrying so quickly after my partner moved uh, moved on or passed away. I don't want people to think this, that, or the other. I don't want people to know I'm into big girls. Okay. I don't want people to judge me for wanting to be with that white man. Ooh. Am I in somebody's business? Yeah. You know, I just, I try to get into people's business just as fast as I can. <laughs> If I in somebody's business or what? Because if I ain't in your business, yeah, I'm not going to be happy about that. Okay? 
Other people's opinions of you 100% don't matter. And I got to tell you, as opinionated as people seem to be, a lot of people with all their opinions and their chit chat is just, they just bored. They're just passing the time. They actually don't give a shit about you that much at all. So (laughs) let that be a reassurance to you that nobody else's opinions and words has to matter to you. If you're happy and it's true for you, maybe it's surprising. Maybe this person is coming packaged in a way you never expected. Maybe they're from a place you never expected. Maybe it's somebody you only ever considered to be a friend. Maybe you're gay for this person. Who knows, sis? Like, you know? Let me tell you something. Whatever makes your heart sing, whatever makes you feel like you finally come fully alive, whatever your passions are, whatever is your highest excitement, move in the direction of that thing. We do have eternity, but we ain't got all eternity to be who we are right now. So make every moment count. I love you. We'll talk soon. Bossy out. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on the Bossy Bruja podcast. We're inspired by you and hope you are inspired along with us. To learn more about Ayadeli and to find more ways to live your best, most enchanted life, go to BossyBruja.com, BossyBruja.com, where you can read the blog, find prayers, invocations, and our witchcraft shop, where we have a carefully selected curation from books to abalone shells, crystals to smudges, and many delights in between. We are with you in this reawakening and are so glad you're here. Stay bossy, Bruja!